and welcome everyone. I'm Morgan Klein, full-time mom, personal trainer, co-founder, and COO of Burn Bootcamp. I'm here to bring you a strong dose of hot topics such as nutrition, fitness, self-help, style, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and so much more. I strive to inspire you to live your life with greater balance, vitality, and empowerment. So grab a mug and join me for a cup of coffee and kettlebells. Welcome back, guys, to Coffee and Kettlebells. It's your host, Morgan Klein, and today we are going to have five effective workouts that you can do in just 20 minutes. So this is definitely a podcast that you're going to want to bookmark, and anytime that you are short on time or you're traveling, um, you can plug me in here and we can go through this workout together. Um, I've got five different styles, so really we're going we're gonna to make sure that all of you have an option to work out. So if you're short on time, you're traveling, it's important for you to maximize the time you have. Okay, high intensity training that gets your heart pumping combined with weight bearing exercises is the most effective way to get the most out of your workout in that short period of time. So, body weight exercises are considered weight bearing, okay? So anytime I say that, I mean that you're just using your body as weight and therefore no equipment is needing needed to get that killer workout. All right guys, so my first one This is called superset sprints with bodyweight exercise. So you want to determine a starting point and a finish line, and they want to be a good long distance away from each other, okay? That's that's the challenge there is make sure that sprint is long enough. So um, it's best to find a hill if you can, okay, because that's going to challenge you even more. But um, if you don't have a hill, okay, that's all right. You can go flat surface, find your starting point, find your ending point, um, and this is going to be something that you sprint to your finish line, and then you jog back to your your starting point okay so sprint to your finish line going all out and then taking that active recovery by jogging back to your starting point you're going to do this two to three times in a row okay and then you're going to do a set of body weight exercises so some examples of that would be you know 25 push-ups 25 power skips on each leg 50 jump squats you could do 100 tricep dips, 50 dragonflies. Um, so you can adjust the number of reps according to your fitness level, okay? So maybe you want to start with doing 10 reps of each of those exercises that I called out. Um, but always making sure that in between you're doing those two to three sprints in a row. Um, you want to do the reps as quickly as you can, okay? So again, you are adjusting your reps based on your fitness level. Make sure you're challenging yourself. But you're doing those reps as quickly as you can. And then, of course, with good form, and then you go back to your sprints, okay? So you're going to do as many rounds as you can in 20 minutes, okay? So I would say shoot for five rounds to get a really good, effective workout where your heart is pumping um, and you're burning lots and lots of calories. So that's workout number one. Workout number two, plyometric circuit training with no breaks, okay? Now, that's tough, 20 minutes with no breaks, but you can do it. Maybe running isn't for you. Okay, that's okay. I don't love running either. I love sprinting, but I don't love running. So I love a good plyometric circuit. Um, because you can still maximize your time by doing like some jump training. So this type of exercise will really, really, really ramp up your metabolic rate. It will promote that muscle growth um, because you're really burning it out. Um, Plyometric, so anytime we say plyometric, that involves jumping, 
Okay, so I would definitely suggest finding a flat, grassy surface, um, something that is a little bit softer. So whether that be like carpet inside or grass outside, you don't want to be right on that concrete or hardwood floors. Um, so you're going to want to find a good area here. Um, also because you're going to be on your knees a little bit on this one. So you want to make sure that that's a softer surface um, if you're going to your knees. Um, so create the circuit by pick picking five plyometric exercises, okay? You're going to perform each for two minutes, and then you're going to go through that circuit twice, okay? So think in your mind, you're only going to do these exercises twice, so to really, really push yourself. Um, some awesome plyometric exercises are things like a half burpee, okay? So you're jumping at the end of that burpee. Half burpee, full burpees, you've got your jump squats, jump squats where you're leaving the ground, jump lunges, jump knee tucks where you're driving your knees above your belly button. You've got leapfrog hops, so you're going forward and back, um, really, really exploding forward into that um, frog leap. And then you've got your bunny hops where you're just really focusing on staying low and burning those leg muscles. You know, a couple bunny hops forward, three forward, three back. You've got things like pickups. You've got star jumps. Um, all of this stuff, guys, and if you don't know it, um, you can Google these. These are all very common exercises that you can Google to make sure that you're getting good form. All right, guys, workout number three is burst training. This is one of my favorite styles of, of training, especially when I have limited time and limited resources. So burst training is a type of exercise that you can do anywhere, okay? This is body weight. Um, so it involves exercising and, and doing it to your 90 to 100% maximum capacity. Um, so you're trying to get that heart rate up uh, for 30 to 60 seconds, and then you're going to follow it up by um, 30 to 60 60 seconds of rest, okay? And so in burst training, it's a two to one ratio. So the two is going to be your um, your exercise, and then you're going to go followed by some active rest, okay? So if I'm going for 60 seconds at a time, my rest is going to be 30 seconds, okay? So it's always half of what your um, your full capacity is. So for example here, we're going to pick five exercises, and in this, in this workout, we're going to do... Um, our exercise and we're going to follow it up by an isometric hold okay and that's going to be our active rest so you're going to do first one push-ups as fast as you can okay we're going to do this for this scenario we're going to do it for 60 seconds we're going to do one minute versus um, 30 seconds of active rest so one minute of push-ups and that's followed by um, a push-up hold so your elbows are going to be bent at that 90 degrees and you're going to try to hold it there for 30 seconds okay and that's going to be one one um, one exercise in your five in round one, okay? Second exercise that we're gonna do is jump squats. So again, you're doing those jump squats at, at 90 to 100% of your max for 60 seconds, and then you're gonna follow that up by a squat, okay, for 30 seconds to get that active recovery, active rest, letting your heart rate cool back down. So third exercise here in our burst workout is gonna be V-sit-ups, and you're gonna follow that up with a V-sit hold. So 60 seconds of V-sit-ups followed by a 30-second V-sit hold. Number four, power skip. So you're going to do one leg followed by a lunge pulse on the same leg. So you'll go 60 seconds of your right leg. You're stepping back into that lunge, and then you're power skipping through. And that rest period is going to be a lunge pulse on the same leg. And then you'll repeat the other side is going to go 60 seconds followed by a 30-second uh, lunge pulse hold. Okay, and then the last one in this series here is mountain climbers. Okay, you're going to go as fast as you can for 60 seconds, driving those knees in, and then you're going to follow that one up by a low plank hold. So 
60 seconds of mountain climbers, followed by 30 seconds of a low plank hold. So the key here on burst training, guys, is to really interval your heart rate, okay? And that's what the, that's where that effectiveness comes in because you're intervaling your heart rate, you're getting it up to its max, and then you're letting it rest, but not for too long. So you're going to continue to burn calories after a burst workout more than you would if you went and jogged for 20 minutes, okay? When you stop jogging, you stop burning calories. But with burst training, with that interval of your heart rate, you're going to continue to burn calories throughout the day into the next day after 24 hours. But the key is to go hard, okay? So going hard during that um, during that active period and then letting yourself do, go during that rest period, all right? Now, number four, guys, my fourth exercise here that I'm going to talk to you about is compound exercises, okay? So if you're not in the mood for really getting your heart rate up and you'd rather weight lift, okay, so you, this this exercise, you're going to need access to weights. Um, you can focus on performing compound exercises, okay, compound movements, um, and that's where you're working multiple muscle, muscle groups rather than just targeting one specific, okay? So that's going to allow you to maximize your time. So examples here would be, uh, a row with a tricep extension, okay? So you're going row first, and then you're following that up with a tricep extension. Number two example would be a squat with a curl press, okay? So again, you're hitting multiple muscle groups in the same movement is what a compound exercise is. You've got other examples like a wall sit with bicep curls or a wall sit with shoulder uh, lateral shoulder raises. You've got kettlebell swings, glute bridge chest press, okay? So where you're down on your back, you're driving those hips up to the sky to get that glute bridge, but then you've also got a set of weights in your hands and you're pumping out some chest press. Um, Pull-ups are another compound move. We're working so many different muscle groups during a pull-up. Um, you've got forward lunge with a shoulder raise or a forward lunge with a bicep curl. Um, you've got Russian deadlifts or sumo squat with a high pull. So you're using that momentum, you're down into that sumo squat, and then you're driving that weight all the way up to your chin with your elbows above your chin into your high pull. Um, again, if you don't know what these exercises are, those are very common exercises that you can easily um, check on Google or you can even see a, a live video on YouTube. Um, so the goal here in this exercise is you're going to want to pick four of those compound movements, okay? Four of those examples that I just did. Um, and then you're going to perform a set of uh, reps, anywhere from 12 to 20 reps would be a good number here. Um, and so you're going to go through that entire circuit, okay? Four exercises, 12 to 20 reps, four to five rounds, okay? Or as long as it takes for a 20-minute workout. Um, and that would be a compound exercise uh, workout. Last one, okay? All of this may sound too confusing to you. Don't overthink it and just get yourself to move. So hopping on the treadmill for 20 minutes. So I am a huge believer that you can maximize your time on a machine, but you're not just doing steady state cardio, okay? So you would do sprints one minute on, one minute off, one minute on, one minute off, okay? So you're going to go, you're going to set the timer for 20 minutes on that treadmill, and you know you're gonna do. Um, you're gonna start with a, obviously a warm up there, and then you're gonna go one minute as fast as you can. Okay, so you're moving that treadmill speed speed up, and then you're moving it back down, and you're resting for a minute. So on and off, on and off. You would you would do a total of ten sprints in a twenty minute workout. Um, you can do the same thing on, like I said, any machine here. 
you can do the same thing on a stationary bike. So, and you know, ramp up the resistance for one minute and then take it off. Um, so it's really, it's again, it's that interval training sort of like burst where you are going maximum speed or maximum resistance and then you're backing it down and taking that active rest where your calories are still um, burning there. So there's amazing benefits to um, to doing this with weightlifting, right? Because this is really what's going to help burn those calories and get that metabolic rate up um, and get you, you know, sweating. So guys, those were my five exercises. Keep in mind that these are perfect for traveling, vacation. If you're stuck at home and you can't get to the gym, um, you know, most of those workouts and those exercises do not require any um, external uh, equipment. So you're using your body as your machine. Um, And the key is that these workouts really are for everybody. You just need to adjust your fitness level, adjust the amount of reps, adjust the, um, you know, the, the, the amount of weight that you're putting onto the external load for that um, compound exercise that I mentioned. Um, And it's only 20 minutes, okay? So you can do anything for 20 minutes, guys. You got this. And before I end today, we are going to take a listener question from Robin. So Robin asks, what do you recommend for incorporating regular running into each week's burn boot camp protocol? Are there days to do both burn and a run? And then what about incorporating both burn and training for a half or full marathon? So um, first, I'm going to touch on incorporating running with the protocol. So um, as you guys know, if you're a Burn Bootcamp client, we release the protocol on Sundays, okay? So you can kind of see what your week is. Um, but I would say that if you're going to replace a burn workout, then I would replace the cardio days um, with your own type of cardio. But you still want to make sure that you're getting your strength training days at burn boot camp. Um, if you're trying to do both and go do a burn boot camp workout and still do a run, you know, maybe you're just an avid runner and you enjoy it and it's your stress reliever, um, then absolutely you can do that. It's not going to necessarily hurt you. Um, but I've talked about this in another podcast, as long as you're allowing your body to rest, that is the key. So you've got to listen to your body. If it was a really tough day at burn boot camp and you already did some sprints or you already did some sort of running, I don't think it's necessary to couple running on top of that. Um, because again, you don't want to overtrain your muscles. Um, because that's not going to help you achieve your goals. That's actually going to hurt you. So don't think of it as um, really like doubling up or the need to do that. It's more of a supplement to the workout. So if you did a strength day where you didn't really use your legs, um, it was an upper body strength day, you know, it's okay to go take a, a two to five mile jog if that's what makes you happy and that's what's your stress reliever. Um So I definitely think it's okay to incorporate running with the protocol. You just want to really time it out right so you're not overtraining your body and you're still allowing for that rest period. Um, And then the question also asked about incorporating burn when you're training for a half and a full marathon. I think it's very, very essential that you do cross training when you are also training for a marathon. Um, you have to be very strategic strategic on the days that you do come because I know with both of those half and full training marathons, you're on a very strict training schedule and you're going to have days where you have your long runs. Um, those are the days, obviously, that you're not going to want to overdo it and also come to burn. So you're going to need to really take a look at your training schedule coupled with your, the burn boot camp protocol and see what days um, you can get to burn. And I would recommend doing it on the strength days, again, because you are... 
building up that endurance, you're building up that muscle endurance to help you carry carry you through your your marathon day. So I have several clients that, you know, thought that they needed to take a break from burn and go train for their marathon. And I actually encourage them to continue to their coming to their burn workouts. And it actually shaved time off their mile. Um, I've had several testimonials saying that, you know, they, they've been a runner their whole life and coming to burn and coupled with their marathon training helped them shave off um, some time. So again, you need to talk to your trainer though. You need to make sure that you're allowing your body to rest and that you're being smart about both training for a marathon and coming to burn, but it absolutely is possible. Thank you so much for sipping on a cup of coffee and kettlebells with me today. To get your daily dose, be sure to like our Facebook page at Coffee and Kettlebells. And follow me on Instagram at morgan.a.klein. If you have any questions you'd like answered at the end of my next podcast or have any suggestions for guests that you'd like to see featured on the show, please reach out to me at coffeeandkettlebells at burnbootcamp.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the iTunes store and be sure to share with your friends. Thanks again, and I hope you join me next time for a refill of coffee and kettlebells.